0: Good evening everybody. This evening we're going to start the letter Nun and the posuk we're going to start from will be Mietzai Hashem posuk kuf he. But let's have a look, first of all, at the letter Nun. The letter Nun follows Mem. Now we've explained that the Mem... Um, stands for Melech HaKadosh Baruch Hu is king and the Nun as we um, Hashem talk about in more detail stands for Ne'emon so this is in fact a description of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the king who is Ne'emon and where does HaKadosh Baruch Hu use that name of himself when well, he actually says in the Torah many many times at the end of a mitzvah Ani Hashem and Rashi explains that HaKadosh Baruch is Neemon to give reward <coughs> for those who do the commands of Hashem and to exact punishments as for those who don't do what Hashem tells them so Melech Neemon the Mem of Melech the king HaKadosh Baruch and Neemon a title of HaKadosh that he is um Neemon to give reward and exact punishment. It's interesting that the nun joins with aleph in both the words ani and onoichi. So we have these designations of our Korish Barku, ani Hashem, or onoichi Hashem which are both, and we have the nun as a central letter, aleph at the beginning, which is Elochus. And Yud, which is Hakadosh Baruch Hu's first name, it starts with a Yud the Rambzorek writes, "What is the difference? What is the difference? Ahevdel bein ani The ani is midas malchus. When we hear ani Hashem, that is malchus. Hakadosh Baruch Hu refers to himself as Melech Oret. And then onochi with the Chaf." Ha'inu she'yesh boy chav she'roimez l'keser our Kodesh Barchu's crown so to speak now at this point or maybe I should have said it a little bit earlier um, I don't have any proper understanding of these terminologies other than they do exist and our Kodesh Barchu has not only his malchus but he has a Kesser malchus and again Reb rhapsodic explains that humashlamalo mahasodas the Kese of Akorish Baruch is beyond human comprehension so we have some sort of comprehension of the Ani but we don't have any real comprehension of the onoki, which refers to the Kese <coughs> um, again we are told that Chazal tell us there are Nun Sharebino there are five gates of, of understanding of which even Moshe Rabbeinu was only given 59. I'm not saying that Kesser was beyond Moshe Rabbeinu, but it's... It, it, 49. 40, I'm sorry, 40, 49. Sorry. He was given 49, not 50. There are nunsha rabino, of which Moshe Rabbeinu was given 49 of them. I'm not saying that the 50th one was Kesser, but whatever it is, there is an element like Arish Bachelor that we can see that is beyond human grasp and even a a human being on the calibre of Moshe Rabbeinu is unable to grasp that highest level of Akhosh Baruch. The letter Nun in uh, the Sefer Torah comes in two forms a kufufa, a Bent Nun and a pshuta, the final Nun the long Nun and as we've said in the past there are letters Shatnos Gate Shein Ayin, Tes, Nun, Zayin, Gimel, Tzadi which all have a crown on top. So the Nun has a crown, also the Nun, Shuta the final Nun has a crown on top. Exactly what they are, we don't necessarily know. They are shaped like little Zionim and that is the Nun. Right. However, the Mephorishim tell us a little more deeply that as in many letters we've learned that the letter is made up of more than one letter. So the Nun is actually made up of a Zayin and a Vov So you have the Vov So Nun, Zayin and Vov make Nun and that gives you a gematria of 13 which is Echod again with reference to HaKodesh Baruch Hu and the Yudgimu Midos of Hashem So again you have this Neemon this uh, Melech and Neemon of HaKodesh Baruch The Gemorah in Shabbos are, are regular Gomorrah. I'm going to start from that point this evening <coughs> in Shabbos Kuf Dalad. Seven, Have I said Nine, four, four, 7 and 6. 13. give gimon Middos and the Gemachri of Echod. The Gemah in Shabbos writes on the letter Nun. Nun kufufa, a bent nun, nun pishuta, a straight nun. And then it comments very, very mysteriously, neemon kufuf, a bent neemonus, or neemon bent, neemon poshut, and a straight neemonus. It's a lot of the Um... I think I've written it out correctly, but let's just check and. Check. The bent nun the straight nun teach that a faithful person is humble, and he will become erect and faithful person in the world to come. That is shutoi in the Gemara That's how Rashi explains the Gemara Odom Kosha, a good person. for honor. he needs to be bent and humble for and in the end if he lives the life of a he will be Leo's li- poshut for Zokuf he will be straight and upstanding when he receives his reward la'olam Habo the accolade Ne'emon was in fact given to Moshe Rabbeinu as well as we are told of Mikol Odom Avdi Moshe Bechol Beisi Ne'emon who. And by the way, just a, a mumish and a gab, when I teach that posuk, I often explain what is pshat ne'amonhu, called basically ne'amonhu, Now most of us will allow people into their homes, you know, put a gate up, you know, put a fence up, friends, relatives, they all comes home. What is the true sign of somebody who's really at home? My hagdorah is you allow them to go to the fridge. Most people in a stranger's house will not open the fridge. It's a no-go area that's food that's their store that's their larder that's their that's nothing to do with me when your uh, you know children come home or whatever your enekluch fridge is open house Ne'emon and that's how Kodesh who felt about Moshe Rabbeinu that every area of Shomayim was open to Moshe Rabbeinu there was no closed areas there was nowhere where he couldn't go ok so that's Ne'emon now the Marsha takes a very interesting slant on this Gemara and he quotes the Gemara in Masechus Rosh Hashanah <clears throat> where there are two opinions to the type of shofar that one should blow on Rosh Hashanah. According to one opinion, it should be kofuf, it should be bent, and according to the other opinion, it should be poshut, it be, should be straight. What are the two logics? That if it is bent, it's better for teshuvah, it's a symbol of teshuvah, you're bent over in, in humility uh, to our Kodesh Baruch Hu again though it is better to be lift and straighten yourself um, you know to Shemayim that you elevate yourself and try and lift yourself to the heavenly to the heavenly host and what they want from you so again you have this Mahloikas of kofel and poshut. the Gabi <coughs> the Gabi the shoifa. but he does point out the Mahashot that that is only an argument where you are talking about something practical where you can't have both. You can't have a straight bent chauffeur when you can't have a bent straight chauffeur. It's either bent no 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 it's either bent or straight. Right? Getting, no 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 I, I, I wouldn't say that every chauffeur you be, we, we actually go for coffle so there is a length to allow you to actually blow it because if, um, if you're for instance uh, $100 of a French horn do you know how many um, yards of tubing there is in the French horn there are many, many yards of tubing but part of it, the first part is absolutely dead straight because you have to have something to blow down what happens to the sound after that it reverberates around all the tubings and it comes out of the great big bell at the bottom and that's exactly the same as the shofar the shofar has a blowing part and in addition to that we have a, cur- a curved part with the temanim they actually have the chauffeurs that curl on and on and on forever and ever but even with those curls the first bit is usually pretty straight because that's bland but you can't have both that's the bottom line <coughs> whereas when it comes to anovo, when it's a spirituality you can have both a person can be an onov and a person can be poshut. he can be upright and he can be bent over in humility but he can be upright as well and the, and the maharal takes this a little, little further, it's absolutely beautiful, but because he says as follows, in the Sivaboidah, he explains that those people whose hearts are kofuf and nishbar vakirbom, where they have a bent over heart, a broken heart within them, and they serve a kodesh barchu miyiro. They are serving a out of fear. Whereas a person who has a lave poshut, upright, <coughs> denotes beloishinui. <coughs> There is no change in him. He is a straight person, and that is somebody who serves me So you got me is kafur, and me is poshut. And a person can use either middah to serve Hashem, or both. <coughs> and also, I thought of this. So I was told the story just recently that you can actually use both at the same time. Um, the Rebbe once asked the chassid, um, "Do you fear me?" so the Chosid uh, didn't know how to answer that sort of question you know Rebbe, oh, it doesn't have to be a Chosid it could be a, uh, a Lipish Godwin as well I said do you fear me uh, you know uh, how do you answer after giving it a bit of thought obviously this uh, Chosid is a very clever man and he said to him Rebbe you should know I love you so much that I am fearful of doing anything that Chasver Shalom would spoil that love I think it's a brilliant part it's a brilliant part our Yiras Hashem should be such because it should be based on Ahavas Hashem we love Hashem to the degree that Chas we would not like to step away <coughs> in any way whatsoever that could cause a breach in that love between our kolish Baruch and myself so even <coughs> using both middos together you can have Ahava and Yira the Maral um continues and explains the word Omein now we all know that Omein stands for Kel Melech Ne'amon, that's the uh, opening letters of the word El Melech Ne'amon. and he says as follows the Aleph is Al Shuh Yisparach Aleph means the beginning of everything Aleph base the first stepping stone, the first beginning the opening up of the world as we know it HaKodesh Baruch was there he was the Aleph. He is the beginning of everything. The Mem is for Melech, because that is what he became after he brought into being the creations of the world. He became Melech or Olam, so he was Kael. The Aleph being the initiator of the world we live in. Melech, he became king once he created the world, and Neemon why is he called Ne'amon again the Maral goes with this attitude that Ne'amon means there is no change he is faithful totally from beginning to end and there is no deviation and there is no change in his Ne'amonos in, 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 in HaKadosh Baruch Ne'amonos The Meira and he says therefore the Nun of Ne'amon is Meira Hemshir Hanun and that is what this story is if you have a look at the word ne'emon, although the magal doesn't say this but it's obviously there, the word ne'emon starts with a nun kofuf it starts with the curved nun but it finishes with the nun paschut it finishes with the nun paschut but the monothar karnashbaku is totally in. he then explains that this is the greatness if angels, and it's based on a gemara um, who, well we can pose it as a question who is the better person? the one who makes the bracha, or the one who responds, made. Who is doing the better deed? Who is doing a uh, 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 more laudable activity? The one who actually says, Or somebody who hears that, and actually says, Omeid. The so Maharal explains as follows, very, very interestingly. He said, when you make a bracha, it doesn't indicate in any way, that you are, that you are, <coughs> that you are a person who is in HaKadosh Baruch all you are actually saying is that I believe that HaKadosh Baruch did this thing Baruch HaTar there's no indication there that I believe in Hashem totally I believe in Him as a pri HaTar now of course one could argue that anybody who comes to make a Baruch must believe in Hashem in its totality but in the Musr HaBoruch in the Nusach HaBorcha the Bruch is actually worded by Chazal there is no indication of anything more than the Lashem of the is <clears throat> This is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought into being I suppose it works the same with Mitzvot as well he believes in the Torah in this mitzvah there's no guarantee he believe in all other mitzvahs somebody does believe in all 612 but doesn't believe in 613 he's not a mammon at all but the bracha indicates that I believe what I'm saying when a person says amen he's actually expressing that he believes in Akar Eshpachu totally Shuhu koel he's able to do anything melech ne'emon he is perfection of Namonas. I have no doubt that Baruch Hu can be Bora Price and Borapri Adama and Shaka Nevivori and I believe everything with the statements actually underscores a person's emun in Baruch Hu. And therefore the Magal he, he actually goes into many of the group in the Sechis which actually talk about God La Oyna min amavare the one who answers Omein is better than the Mavorech the Gemara actually said that what does the Gemara actually mean? the baruch, the, the, the nusach I understand the Maral to mean only indicates his belief in this one one thing of which we are talking whereas the person who says Omein believes totally in Akadosh baruch as the Baramin <coughs> and before leaving the Maral entirely I'd like to have a look at the Maral in Netach Yisrael where he speaks of the missing nun in Ashrei we all know about the missing nun in Ashrei and the Chazal tell us that it's not there because nun stands for nephilo for falling and therefore there is Yisrael can fall and therefore we don't want to put it into the nun of Ashrei Nefilah indicates downfall and we don't want class for Sholem that is the Gomorrah that's how the Gemara is explained but the Maral goes a stage further to explain that that the Nun <coughs> is a separate letter in its entirety and has nothing to rest on and he explains like this if you take the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet and add the 5 final letters you have a total of 27 correct because my mouse is not so good. Yeah, you got 22 letters plus five is 27. Okay, you divide 27 in half. You can't. You have how many on either side? 13. Thirteen. Which is the letter in the middle? The nun. It actually doesn't rest before or rest after. It stands totally alone. And he says another idea of how we see the nun is totally alone because in the tens of the Hebrew alphabet you can join any two letters together to get your hundred so you can add a Yud to a Tadi and you get a hundred you can get add a Chah to a Fe and you'll get a hundred you can add a lam to an Ayin and you'll get a hundred I had to write all this out because I had to work it out and Mem to a Samach you can get a hundred but you can't join nun to anything other than itself and his beautiful Magal he says which other letters does that work work well that you can't join it to any other letters to make a total hey Hey. the only one that you can also only join to itself so he quotes the apostle Kimba Midbar Hain om levad yishkon Hain. these two letters that build up the, the Yisrael they stand alone that is the beauty of Qal Yisrael the beauty of Qal Yisrael is when we are standing we stand in total isolation for all the nations of the world around us hey we are here he makes differences between the hay and the number I'm, I'm not going to go into that part so he says there are differences because otherwise you shouldn't have hay in, uh, in Asher as well maybe you know you can go through all of it he's, he's, he, he looks after that that's you know no, 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 no. But he said beautifully he quotes the pasuk in Bamidbur at Gimel says hey Am levod Yishkoin but just because of this, because of this, they are destined to Nephilah as well. It goes together. You stand alone, you fall alone as well. There's nothing to hold you up. And that is why it's not there. And that is the posuk which the Gemara quotes. <coughs> Paul's thinking Amus, there's Noflo, Noflo. They will fall, Yisrael will fall. Those Sosev come they shall not rise anymore, Basulash Israel. Terrifying Navar. When Yisrael will fall, they will not rise again. It says the Shah. Don't worry though if you put the commas in a slightly different place you can see it is, it is a proper navur for the future as well you will fall but not anymore come arise the Sulash when HaKadosh Bar will be Mashiach is a positive statement so we have this the Nun which teaches us about the individuality of Qadish Yisrael compared to the other nations of the world but just because of that and has within it the ability to fall um, the, two, the posuk depends on where you put the commas in and to continue with a rather nice verse that I saw from Rabbi Hilaria Monk in his book Wisdom of the Hebrew Alphabet he explains the final nun attached to a word points to the difference between an occasional middah and a habitual middah for example a late is an occasional scoffer a late son is somebody who does it all the time gazel, somebody who steals gazlan is somebody who does it all the time so the briskal used to say you know what a pshat in a London is it's not a he can learn he actually learns all the time it's not it doesn't make you know <laughs> yeah Lomad he learns on occasion and he's a London no 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 to be a London you earn the nun pop shooter at the end that is because you do it all the time it's habitual you learn non-stop I thought that was a rather rather beautiful rock from the disc there are plenty more topics of the letter nun for example the nuns upside down used in Sedra Bahalosko to bracket off the and then uh, you have Nun, which denotes perpetuation. So a Nin is an anical. and Yinun Shemoi is the name of Mashiach. So we have there are plenty more Nuns of, and a and, 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 and mystique of Nun, but I just want to take one more um, because it's somewhat topical to Chanukah and uh, it's, a, it's a nice word. the n- Nun is the initial letter of Neh on which the posthum in Mishli says "Ne Hashem nishmas odom the light of Hashem is in the Shoma of man Shnu Ki Mitzvah the lamp is the lamp of a mitzvah and the Medrash writes Nehri B'yod the yodi, is medrash and devorim dalad dalad well no medrash Neirim, my light is in your hand the nerachah and your light is in my hand what's my light that's the ner mitzvah the mitzvah is who are from miyakadosh baruchu they are in your hand b'nei Yisrael and your light ki nehashem nishmas odom the neshama your neshama is in my hand you guard mine and I will guard yours if you look after my mitzvahs, I will look after your Sharma. this medrash is used by some to illustrate a famous idea of a Rebbe Chonam Vasan Hashem Yim from the Damod among others poses the question at the different response between Kral Yisrael during the Purim story and Kral Yisrael during the Hanukkah story during the Purim story we know that our very lives were in danger and the response was to gather together all of Kali Yisrael into the Mechomus HaTefilo the Mechomus and Beis and Medush and Beis and and Davon and pour our hearts out to Hashem in supplication that you should save us from harm. whereas when it came to Chanukah where Antiochus and the Yavonim went out their way to disrupt and destroy Limud HaTorah and the keeping of Torah and Mitsois, Cardisol don't go, seem to go anywhere near a beta medrash. They actually go out to fight. They put on weaponry and go out to fight. And they use this medrash to explain the words as follows. Why? It says Rebel when our Shomois are in danger, when our light is in danger, the only person we have to turn to is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Do you know why our are in danger? It's because we have been doing something wrong. We are not keeping Torah mitzvah as well as we should. We can do Teshuvah, let us do Shuvah, let us get on, and HaKadosh Baruch will save us. So we turn up in Shul, and we do Teshuvah. Masha'en came when it comes to Chanukah, and there's an onslaught against Torah, that is not against us. That is directed at HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Of course, there are elements that we have to do to show for others who wouldn't be happening, but these people who make the target Torah do it because Mi Hashem. Who is Hashem that we should listen to his voice? as long as I can knock down Hashem and that is exactly what the Yeroyim wanted to do the Ironim said we don't mind you having your religion we don't mind having your encyclopedia Judaica we don't mind you having your encyclopedia the Talmudist you can put it all on the shelf together with all the other 70 wisdoms of the world and we don't mind that what we do mind is if you actually practically go out and keep Shabbos that we don't want that's aimed at the Torah there is only one answer says Rebbe Khanan, and that's to go out and fight and he's very interested I looked briefly last night but I couldn't find it but my memory tells me either in his own name or in the name of, of the Chofetz Chaim he said if we were Bekoiach and he was writing at the beginning of the communist era if we were Bekoiach to put together an army against communism we would have to go out and physically fight against the danger to the Torah it's a phenomenal vote and it's our approach as well we've got to know where we're, we're up to if it's Chasasholom both and we're being hit on both fronts then we need both we've got to do what we need to do but we've got to know where we are ok so that brings us to the end of the letter Nun and we'll have a quick look a no, quick look we'll have a look at some of the Pasukim <coughs> the first pasuk we're going to look at is Pasuk Kuf He and I must admit that and this is one of the, my favorite Torah on Tehillim. And I was told it by my rebel when I was a, a youngster. And I loved it very much then and I still do. So I'm going to say it over. It's, a, it's based on a says, The ragli says, Your word is my lamp for my feet. Near the lamp, le ragli for my feet, the or your words, Hashem, for oil and the light, the for my path. Anybody who is a driver, which I am not, knows you need two types of lights on the front of the car. You need a light which will light up for you the derach on which you're going, your side lights to see where the edge of the curb is, to pick up the, uh, the cat's eyes, to come up the central reservation, to know of any potholes that are coming up right in front of you. You need to be able to see what's in the front of your nose, in front of your tyres, and you also need though your beams which light up the road massively ahead to see if there are other cars especially driving, driving on unlit, uh, unlit country by you've got to see what the, what, whether the road, the road bends or whether it keeps straight or whatever you need two lights <coughs> This is true here as well I need a light which is the ner ki ner mitzvah I need the mitzvahs to guide me on my step-by-step journey of every day according to Torah HaKadoshah. What does the Shulchan Aruch tell me to do in this instance? It's my side light. It keeps me focused on the cat's eyes. It keeps me focused on the central reservation. It keeps me from stumbling into potholes. I need a light. But not only that, the Torah is Kine'er Mitzvah, the Torah the Torah is a light. What's pshat the oil and the shivasi? That is your beam. Hashkofas HaTorah, The outlook of the Torah for your journey, your ultimate journey, your long journey of what's coming up next. How do we approach this part of our lives? How do we approach that part of our lives? And <coughs> seeing spread out before us where we are headed in Olam Hazerh. And that is, Your lamps are the lamp for my feet, for oil and the light for my path. Having said that, when I looked at Rav Hirsch last night, he seems to say something very similar. So, but it is, the, I, what I've said over it is based on a mob. Potuk Kuf Vov says as follows, Nishpati, I have sworn, and I will fulfill so Dovenah Melech is making a Shvua and he's saying I am fulfilling my Shvua to God your righteous judgments the Gemara in the Dorim Ches Omad Beis says as follows the Gemara in the Dorim and another place in the Shas makes it very very clear that it's better not to make an oath at all, than to make an oath and pay it up. Keep away from oaths. It's a very dangerous path to stretch down, just in case you can't keep it. Don't make oaths. <coughs> Homer Rav says the Gemara, Where do we know from that one is allowed to make a shivuah to fulfill a mitzvah? She as it says in our pasuk, The Gemara then asks, Hang on a minute. We have a general rule that you can't make an oath on something which you've already made an oath about. You can't make the same oath twice. So now we are all We have all made an oath at Har sinai to keep Torah Mitzvahs. And therefore, we cannot now make a second Shvua that I want to keep this Mitzvah because I've already made that oath to keep the mitzvahs at Har Sinai. that's the Gemara's question has he not already made this oath of keeping Torah and mitzvahs at Har Sinai and the Gemara answers this lets us hear a person is allowed to do something to stimulate his nephesh into fulfillment of God's commandment even <coughs> excuse me, even though you have already made a shvuah mushba of v'ha'asina, you have already made a shvuah on ha'asina. Nonetheless, <coughs> one is allowed to make the same shvuah again in order to stimulate into doing the mitzvah. But Emes, just like to add, the Gemara in Nidah is well known. Uh, it's on base at birth the Malach who has been learning Torah with the baby makes him swear that he will keep the mitzvahs and distances himself from Abelus and that is what the Prophet teaches us I will remember the earlier shivuahs that I have made at Har Sinai and also in the mother's womb and I will be invigorated in my performance of mitzvahs by re-swearing allegiance to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and there's this element of being allowed to make a shvur even though in, this, uh, in, in normal halachic circumstances it would not be allowed in order to stimu- stu- stimulate yourself into doing an, uh, um, a mitzvah. So, the sort of thing like uh, I, again, I, as man has there I would uh, counsel anybody never to use the word oath but if somebody wants to sort of get his, get his learning into an achievable manner and he wants to actually sort of bend over backwards to learn and he makes an oath I will try and finish or I will finish but he, neither, but he it takes away the oath but the idea of making an oath I will finish such and such a by such and such a yomzov that would be perfectly okay that is what we would want him to do we actually want him to go out of his way to try and ensure, and ensure that he is following Torah and mitzvahs as well as he possibly can and the Zayin Na'anesi anesi now according to most Mephorashim the word Na'anesi comes the word Inui, to be afflicted Na'anesi, I have been grievously, exceedingly afflicted, Hashem Hashem, and this seems to be a tefillah, Chayeni keep me alive, Chidvorecho the Ma'amlois though, brings from one of the Mephorashim that the Loshan of the Posuk is from the word anovo and David tells us that he has followed the path of novel in a according to the dictate of Chazal in the Mishnah Pirkei Avos of a Ma'od Ma'od Hava Sheval Guach Ad Ma'od I have gone down the path of humility in the path of Chazal Ma'od Ma'od I have kept the Ma'od and it is very interesting the Ma'od has the initial letters that spell the three people who Chazal point out as being the Anovim par excellence and that is David, Avraham and Moshe so Ma'od is David, Avraham and Moshe they were the Anovim par excellence and that is what he says he therefore says Hashem chayeni kilvorecha and based perhaps perhaps this is my, my interpretation perhaps based on the posuk the Anovim Yirshu Oret Isango Alav Shalom that there is a seems to be a promise for a to get its reward, and that's famous. What we learned earlier from the Gemara Kafel, from Parshut, that ultimately an, an on will get his reward in Eilam Haba. However, and this is pasuk Kufkes. However, David's request for Chaim is only in order to keep Torah and Torah Hashem, and therefore he says in the next pasuk, Midvos P the offerings of my mouth, no Hashem, please accept Hashem, in order to teach me your Mishpatim. So, Nidvois Hashem. that is what his Tefillah is. His Tefillah is, listen to my Tefillah and teach me your judgments, that, that I can learn. So his, his, his desire for life is for no more other than Limit Hat and that brings us to Kuf Tess, which says Nafshi B'chapi somid." my soul is in my palm constantly and B'farshim understand that to mean that my life is always at risk Nafshi my soul B'chapi but your Torah I have not forgotten and Posh Pshat that although Dovid HaMelech is in constant danger David does not lo- lose his equanimity and was faithfully able to remember his Torah learning and keep mitzvahs Ulai my Pshat I think that Dovid HaMelech is actually giving us a bit of advice here in Shulchan Oroch we know the Posh Shevisi Hashem Negdi Somid so Ovid HaMelech is giving us the same sort of advice and he's actually telling us that I keep my soul in my hand at all times which gives me a focus for my avoidance Hashem and therefore we say, if a person walks around with a clear knowledge that why HaKadosh Baruch Hu put a neshama inside him and he has a nefesh it is to serve only HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and be aware of Hashem at all times and do whatever he does because Hashem wants it that way that focuses what you are about and therefore I don't forget what you want because if I know what I have to do and I want to do it then that is the best way of making sure that I will do it <coughs> it brings us to Cofiud and the here says not new Pachli. The wicked have laid a snare for me. and from your precepts, Loiso Issi, I did not stray. They have set traps for me, and I didn't. I didn't follow their traps. I didn't fall into their traps, um, and I never wavered from keeping your Torah mitzvahs. And again, I want to offer my own interpretation. It's based on a reduk, which is explained by Rabbi Feuer Schlitter in the Art Scroll. I think this is what perhaps could be meant in the Possible. What is the snare that the B'ezara, the Roshachim used as the most um, potent weapon against Shmir's Torah and Mitzvahs? And I think his oldest wiles is to get you to break with your daily pattern. If he can keep you in bed for one morning, not going out to Dublin, he's almost won the whole war. If he can stop you from having your pasachris, when it should happen, and getting out after the benching, and get to your wherever you have to be next, whether it's your job or whether your next duty on time, if he can stop you doing that, if he can intervene in a ordered light which Torah would want from you, the order of Torah let's take examples of Erev Shabbos the the, the Yitzhak loves Erev Shabbos when he has free reign now he has free reign because things don't go right and there's uh, people who don't do what they should be doing when they should be doing it and tempers are afraid Erev Shabbos instead of being something very very special become something very terrible and I think that personally is one of the biggest tools of the Yetzirah and therefore says David the best method to avoid this Yetzirah is I do not stray from the established rocket, of your Torah I actually set my clock according to what the Torah wants from me whether it's my time clock whether it's my calendar clock whether it's my body clock it is set according to what the Torah would want for me not what I would want from my time because as soon as you start setting it according to what you want the Yetzirah has got you that's it you take away a, 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 you, I, I don't know it's uh, so difficult to quote but you, but you see it with Bochum and Yeshiva and you see it with people that their kabusas run out they're, they're, they're not there when they're supposed to be and you get two people who aren't learning where somebody who keeps Chavusa on time can gain an incredible amount. Interesting story. I tell it about myself, but I, it, only because it came to light just recently. I don't know whether, don't know whether anybody heard it before. Uh, my, my, my brother um, was at the Chatham of his in New York. He went to Daven in the Chesidish base of and he sat down next to somebody who obviously gave him Shalom Aleichem, asked him where he was from, and who he was, and what is his name, and he said, do you have a brother from Osha? He said, yeah. He said, I learnt with him during the winter's man of whatever it was, Tophshian, you know, 1833, whatever, um, I, and, and, and we had a seder for the whole of the winter's man, at five o'clock in the morning, we learnt our way through Hilchus Pesach. Now, I'm not saying it because of me, and, and whatever, but that was Chokbala even if I went to bed back after bed after breakfast every morning we learnt together that was it it couldn't have worked otherwise it couldn't have worked otherwise if the Yetzirah would have got one day and said come on you learnt so late last night or bustled so late last night and you're tired and you're not going to get up it wouldn't have worked and uh, you see that time and time again I, I actually think that is what David HaMelech is actually saying here Nos Nureshoyim Pachli Nureshoyim <coughs> Set out a trap for me the trap is to try and wean me away from my daily life's program but I have never strayed from your precepts this brings us to this is absolutely beautiful pshat and your testament is on my internal heritage for they are the joy of my heart and the, endless, the first, the second part of the Posuk is the why of the first part of the Posuk. why is it that do you know why they're my heritage and I can pass that heritage on to my children I will tell you why the answer is because they are a joy to my heart a person who keeps mitzvahs with simchas showing his children and his pupils and all around him that, the, that the, 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 the simcha of Torah and the mitzvahs of Torah this is a key to passing on Torah to the next generation it Says you know why the Torah HaKadoshah is my heritage for always, not only for me but for my children and children's children because I was able to show them that They are the rejoicing of my heart, that is what the Balakeda says in the passage, very beautiful Peshat, which brings us to Kufit base, the last one of the Pesukim of Nun I have inclined my heart to perform your Chukim the oil of Eikev forever and the Ekev being to the utmost, from the very lowest to the very highest in its, in its entirety. David Hamelech concludes these psukim by telling us that although he has seen that chukim, mitzvahs which haven't got a reason, are often trodden underfoot but the Ekev, nonetheless, non- notisi libi lases and that is a derech also in all other mitzvahs where mitzvot seem to be downtrodden. People haven't got time for them. They don't take up great space and great energy. People go for the big mitzvot. The smaller mitzvahs the chukim which we don't understand, that if you when you see that says David al melech, that is where you should be going and you should be turning your heart and inclining your heart towards performing those mitzvot. Maybe soon be zayich to see the coming of Mashiach, and then we can keep the mitzvot and chukim and mishpatim and edus. The Simcha, among all our daughters of Kali as well, Amen, Kein Hirotso. Thank you very much.